everyone, and welcome to United Teachers of Lowell's Straight Talk podcast. This is Amy Bisson, here with Mickey Dumont and special guest Martha Leary. We're the hosts of this weekly podcast produced by and for members of the United Teachers of Lowell. In our weekly podcast, you'll hear about local, state, and national issues that affect our members. You'll also hear about some of the accomplishments of our members and we'll keep you up to date with news and decisions that impact all of us. The GIC, or Group Insurance Commission, is the provider of health and other insurances for several municipalities across Massachusetts. The GIC reviews plan offerings and important details of plans such as copays, benefits, deductibles, and premiums every year around this time so that the GIC's commissioners can approve any changes prior to open enrollment commencing in the spring. Last Tuesday, Mickey, Amy, and fellow retiree and UTL executive board member Martha Leary traveled to Boston for the very first GIC listening session during which proposals for the 2020 plan were presented. Today we're here to provide UTL members with a summary of of what GIC is proposing. Well, thank you, Amy, for that wonderful introduction. Yes, we, we attended the session yesterday in Boston, right down the street from the Mass State House. And I, I think one of the immediate concerns with the actual session was that it was held during the work day, mm-hmm. 11.30 to 1. Didn't Which makes it impossible for working people to attend these meetings. Yes, and that said, despite that fact, there were at least 200, 250 people I would say yes. present. Yes, from different unions across the state. Correct, and it, as it turned out, some of the unions were situated nearby where the meeting was held, so it was, it was fortunate for those groups to be right, right next door, practically. So... We did hear there were probably, what, 20, 25 speakers? Oh, at least. Oh, at least, Who yes. came up with concerns and... And there were some general themes that bubbled up through that. Yeah. Uh, why, don't we, why don't we point out what the changes are being planned right now so that listeners will know? So look, there's a couple of more major type changes. First thing, one of the things that is not changing is there will be no change to Medicare uh, programs. So if you're a retiree and you're a Medicare retiree, your plan is not going to change, although they were a little wishy-washy. I believe the premiums will change no matter what. Mm-hmm. For everybody. For everybody. Correct. Right. And, and to what degree will they change? They gave us a percentage? They did. They gave us an aggregate percentage of 3.3%. Now, for retirees, what was our uh, cost of living increase? It was It was I believe it was 3% on the first 13,000. 13,000. So Basically, all of the cost of living increase and more will be taken by any potential increases in premiums that GIC approves. That's correct. And, and that was a common complaint from a lot mm-hmm. of the speakers that whatever small raises that they get in their, in their jobs get eaten up with the health care increases. So it's... it's it's not a good situation. Yeah, it's very discouraging in that regard. Um, the other... Uh, major thing was that specialists 
will now be tiered according to their group practices. So sometimes in a group practice you might be have one doctor who's a specialist in, oh I don't know, GI, and he, he or she might be considered a tier one, but a colleague in the same practice might be considered a tier two. And what GIC and the insurance plans are proposing to do is to give the entire practice a tier designation. So in that regard, we may see some increases in co-pays. Yeah, and I believe those increases, they, they called them unintended consequences yes. by grouping doctors in one tier rather than separated. Yeah, and although they made uh, a special effort to note this is only specialists, I believe the executive director, I think her name is Dr. Roberta Herman, um, indicated that this is a practice that's going to trickle down into even internal medicine and um, primary care over the next couple of years. Yes. So we yes. can expect to see that happening over time. Absolutely. So then the other thing that was kind of a major discussion point was that um, Unicare apparently offers a um, lowered copay mm -hmm. for uh, going to, say, an endoscopy practice that's a standalone. Uh, I know we have one of those over here in Lowell, and if you don't go to have, say, a colonoscopy at a hospital, but go to one of these standalone uh, facilities. facilities. Instead, I believe this is about a hundred dollar difference. At in least, the, at in least a hundred dollar yeah. difference. The caveat, however, is that some of these standalone or satellite clinics actually are affiliated with hospitals, and therefore the patient gets charged a facility fee anyway. So you could end up paying the same thing. Yeah. So it's something to kind of keep your eye on as a medical consumer. Um, they mentioned specifically eye care facilities. I would imagine they're talking about laser. Uh, surgeries, and they talked about um, these GI facilities as well. So th there were quite a few people who were, um, shall we say, disenchanted with the uh, GIC provisions from last year, and uh, many people spoke about mental health, access to mental health. And um, there were, in particular, people who were speaking about the fact that GIC pays significantly less than even uh, MassHealth uh, pays to the providers, which causes providers to not accept people on GIC, making it more difficult to find a provider. Also, people in Central Mass were talking about the fact that it was near impossible to find a Tier 1 provider uh, they just simply don't exist, and they were trying. the The consumer was trying to be um, judicious with their medical funds, and wasn't that's, working out. Yeah, that's correct. And one of the um, one of the speakers made a point when he when he pointed to all of the people in the audience. He pointed out to the GIC panel that the audience should be their working board because we are the state and municipal employees mm -hmm. and they should be listening to the problems that we're faced with and dealing with um, on a daily basis and he also pointed out that 
GIC has over 400,000 members, and with that many members, they really need to step up to the plate and yeah. start to negotiate yeah. better. It's a mystery why they can't leverage the uh, number of members that they have to get better deals on pharmaceuticals in particular. I know we had several uh, UTL members posting how shocking the changeover was in July. Very and, shocking. And how expensive some of those really common meds like insulin, insulin? inhalers yep. all become when you switch over the plan here. And uh, it's it really is disappointing that they're not leveraging their effectiveness a little right. more. And, and no one expected that. No one expected no. those high no. increases for people. And some people ended up not going to the doctor, mm -hmm. not filling prescriptions. And that absolutely should not be happening. Absolutely not. That's not why we have medical health care. So one thing for uh, members who are in a similar situation is that you could possibly contact GIC and tell your own personal story. Um, GIC was not really... Um, was a little more reluctant to listen to personal stories in such a large venue. That's correct. But th that doesn't mean that they don't want to hear them or shouldn't hear them. So if you have a personal tale to tell them, please, uh, we will put the links to how to contact GIC by email, by phone, by letter. Tell them what your story is. They need to hear from the consumers who are part of the GIC. That's right, and they, someone mentioned too. Um, you know, when the when the new plan started last July first, some people were notified uh, midway through the year that um, some of the services that were listed in the plans were taken away, mm -hmm. and the plans said they were no longer going to pay for them. And so, so the question was asked, can a health plan provider take away benefits? And they clearly said, absolutely not, it shouldn't happen. So if it's happened to people, they should call yeah. the GIC yes. office. Check your benefits not, book, yeah. make sure the benefit actually is allowed under the plan that you've selected. And if you're receiving any flack about that, Contact GIC and let them do their job. Exactly. Because they can't, it, that's that's called a, a bait and switch. They is. offer you something and then midstream they take it away. And yeah. that's just not acceptable. What was it, do you remember the, the conversation about gym memberships being no longer available for some? Uh, um, wasn't I think that one of those situations? I think that they was taken are, away. Yeah, was cut and, yeah. I think they are some the end of the year. Yeah, I thought but it yeah. was a gym. So one. that was an example of yes. something that would have been taken, taken away. away improperly and, and illegally. Just suddenly, yeah. correct. So always check your plan benefit. Um, check it ideally before you select a plan, but also if it seems like you're missing something that was on the plan when you selected it back in May you should let GIC know right away. Absolutely. Be a good consumer in that way. Yeah, and, and a very common complaint was that the health care costs are increasing much faster than any wage increases mm -hmm. are occurring. Mm -hmm. And that's that's statewide, probably nationwide, yes. with the health care situation. Would, if I need to get an MRI, what would the suggestion be for me? Where should I go? Should I go to Lowell General? Well, if you go to Lowell General, which you're entitled to do, uh, you should be prepared to pay a higher copay. Copay. And um, 
it would cost more because the hospitals are allowed to charge a facilities charge. Um, however, we do have in the yeah. HSA ultra benefits. Oh, ultra benefits. So if you do have an MRI yes. and you go to Lowell General, okay. you should make sure you have your ultra benefits card because there is an offset that was negotiated for city employees. That's correct. Now, where can I get a, an ultra benefits card? You would go right to the Human Resources Department of the City of Lowell. At City Hall. At City Hall, and you can arrange that online, I believe. I believe you can download it. Oh, okay. That's even better. Yeah. So if you have that plan card, uh, Lowell General is very used to um, billing yes. back. That's correct. They, if you went to another hospital the, outside of Lowell, they may not be as used to it, but they should be encouraged to file on your behalf. Okay, so there were two more listening sessions scheduled for um, the next couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. I think they're both in the western part of the state. Uh, one's in Springfield and one is in Worcester. Okay. I believe they're more toward the evening hours. Yes, they are. And that was another thing people really pushed back at GIC on. There are not enough listening center sessions. We know we had one here in Lowell last year, and I think those sessions made a difference. They the sure did. GIC <laughs> absolutely heard that they shouldn't be cutting plans and they shouldn't be raising premiums the way they were intending to do last year. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you can go in person, that's always a good thing. If you can't, please, please, please let them know your thoughts. Right, because when they hear directly from the employee, from the worker, they know when they're making these plan designs what they need to be careful of. Mm -hmm. And hopefully they listen. It is a listening session. Hope, hopefully they plan their design so that they're not harmful to people. Because last year when they made the changes, it, it, was, it was shocking. Yeah, it was a top-down decision and then yeah. people pushed back. And that did make a difference. Now, I understand the GIC Commission is meeting, I believe, the first week of February, either February 3rd or 6th. So if you have something to say, time is of the essence. You need to do it now. You need to do it now. Can you directly contact the commissioners you, themselves? You can contact GIC directly. I don't think the commissioners have their... I want to make sure the message gets uh, to yes, the commissioners. Yes, But uh, in the past, when some of us have contacted them via mail, we've sent multiple copies with the commissioners' names on letters. Those commissioners will be on our website links that we will put with this podcast so that anybody desiring to do this can easily contact. Correct. And I think one, one of the other, uh, just, just as a final note, one of the other suggestions that a speaker made was, would GIC uh, consider making a list, a definitive list, of where people can go to get um, certain lower cost, procedures yeah, lower so that they won't procedure. incur a hospital fee mm -hmm. for, for going somewhere else. So I think that would be helpful too because you hate to think you're doing the right thing and then and then find out no. And, uh, you two know, weeks later, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You get so the bill. we're encouraging people, you know, we went, we listened, we're bringing back information for you, but now we need anybody who has an issue to talk to GIC on their own behalf. As consumers of healthcare, we would encourage all members with questions to be sure to contact GIC ahead of the plan approval in early February. One suggestion coming from GIC's Executive Director, Dr. Roberta Herman, is to check the providers at open enrollment.
settlement time to ensure that the tiers assigned to them are what you expect. Doing so might alert GIC members to changes that could impact copays. As far as links, one of the things we wanted to make sure members knew was that you can directly contact GIC as a street address if you wanted to uh, snail mail them. It's 19 Staniford Street, Boston, Mass, 02114, and that's P.O. Box 8747, Boston, Mass., 02114. Their phones are open Monday through Friday, 8.45 a.m. to 5 p.m. That phone number is 617-727-2310. You can also fax them at 617-227-2681. And of course, you can email the GIC and we will continue to put those links on our podcast website. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. We welcome your general comments and your feedback. If you have suggestions for future podcasts or if you are aware of a UTL member who might be willing to share experiences and expertise, please send us an email at utl-straighttalk at gmail.com. We'll be back with another podcast episode in another week. But until then, this is Amy Bisson with Mickey Dumont and Martha Leary wishing you a great week.